Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. Jokic up top, Gordon! Triple-double for the basketball maestro from Serbia. Uh, you know, that was the first game of the playoffs that we didn't play well, in my opinion. And so we can't lose our perspective of we played really good basketball. And that was our first really, really bad game of the playoffs. And so we just have to shift our perspective and get ready for the next game. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go into shell. We won't go into attack mode because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. Welcome in Out of Bounds here on 103.7 The Buzz. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. Hope everybody's having a wonderful Wednesday as we got plenty of things to dive into today because... Not only are we going to be joined by Pat Bradley, thanks to Motorsports Authority, in the 2 o'clock hour, we're also going to have a very special guest here on the show, Gage Wood. That's right, Gage Wood, the Razorback closing pitcher, who is a guy that's really come along as the season has come along, and uh, he has a big personality, having a lot of fun from the great city of Batesville. He's going to join us, and we're going to talk to him about his season and also uh, maybe some of his hobbies on and off the field. So have some fun with him, too. We'll have some Razorback baseball tickets to give away for this weekend series. As we know, Arkansas and South Carolina will be facing off, and it will be the last regular season series in Baumwalker Stadium. And we got some tickets for Sunday's game, so we'll give you some uh, some information on how to win those tickets, too. We'll get into uh, all the topics that we want to try to get into. And, of course, we want to hear from you. 501-661-1037 is that number to call or text in. You can get after us in the Asher Record Live fan feedback. After me on Twitter, at Neighbors. And uh, we're keeping it moving. As a reminder, too, we're doing video streaming now as well. So be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and on YouTube at 103.7 The Buzz. You'll be able to chance to see some of the new cool stuff that we got going on as well. But, uh, but yeah, it's getting to the point to where having a lot of fun, and uh, it's exciting for uh, a lot of basketball reasons, too, for college and for, for pro, and that's why it'll be fun to have Pat Bradley on. And I wonder if he's uh, sharing the same sentiments that I am about the Celtics and their absolutely awful performance last night. That was not a very encouraging thing to be down now at home 3-2 to two in a series against the Philadelphia 76ers. That well, it started with uh, Game 1, Joel Embiid being out. Celtics dropped that one. The Sixers, for the most part, have outplayed the Celtics in this series. And, uh, you know, not many people ever want to give credit to the team that is actually winning. But going into this series, there was a thought that these teams were really close. The Sixers may have been the better team, but nobody wanted to say that from the start. But seems like the way it's playing out, they may be the better team. Now, this doesn't mean the Celtics are done because you have two games left here, possibly. And uh, they have to find a way to get it done in Philly, which they've already done, and then uh, get back home for Game 7 if they can get through that. That's right, because we know that with uh, these games, it, it can turn on a dime. We've seen teams come back from being down 3-2, even down 3-1. It happens. So uh, it's just something to where you know home court matters, and you never want to see a performance like that, no matter if you're a Celtics fan or uh, you know, just a, a basketball fan in general. I wanted to go to seven games for obvious reasons, but still uh, a little frustrating game. That transpired there. But we'll talk about that, I know, with uh, Pat Bradley and uh, have some fun with that, too. And uh, also, we'll dive into uh, a lot of other things as well. And, of course, the big news from Arkansas, which I know we'll talk to PB about, was uh, the return, question mark, of Makai Mitchell. And uh, he announcing via his social media page on Instagram that he's coming back. He even had a cool little graphic that was put out there where he was all excited about it. In fact, uh, his uh, Instagram handle is that's Kai, and it just said cool the, signature too. Yeah, yeah. I was like, man, it's better is, than is mine. Is that his or is that the university that came up with that signature? But I, if I it's his, know. man, that's it's 
a really nice looking signature. It's pretty. I like it. I wish I had that type of uh, penmanship as far as my signature goes. But yeah, it's, it, they had the signature is he's standing on it, kind of. It's like a a white uh, a white out there, but he's standing on his own signature and he's pointing at the camera while dribbling, dribbling the ball and says, "I'm back," is what it says in the graphic. And then, and his caption for that says, "Hog Nation, let's run it back." Hashtag WPS. Which is wild because, you know, we, how many times we talk about, well, we're waiting on what Makai Mitchell's going to be doing. You know, we're waiting on uh, what, what, uh, what this uh, type of thing he's going to see, if he's going to join his brother into the transfer portal because they've been joined at the hip pretty much their entire lives when it comes to their basketball career. But he announces that he is indeed coming back, which I think from at least the social media responses, people were really excited about. They're like, okay, you know, we, we saw what Makai gave us. We, he was a player that played in all 36 games last year he's only one of four players to do so he started in 31 so everybody was uh, pretty excited about it even so much so that the Razorback baseball or basketball official Instagram account also put out a graphic which as we talked about they only did that for Brazil they only did that for Graham and now they did it for Makai that means it's official it is except the fact that Arkansas Razorback basketball deleted the post oh did they they did okay so well. Well, then take it back. It's unofficial. <laughs> I saw that, and then, like, this was something I was having, like, I was looking at it, and because uh, as soon as he posted it, uh, I screenshotted it still. I, I was like, okay, I want to screenshot this, and, you know, just in case something happens or whatnot. But, I mean, they literally put a post up where it just says he's back and says post-presence returning to Bud Walton Arena. Like, that's it. That's official. And probably 15 minutes later, it's deleted. And so that really charged up everyone's questions of like, okay... They still have moves to make. Yeah. Like, that... that I mean, it has to be. You, I would understand if maybe there was like a typo and stuff, deleted it, and then reposted it. That would make sense. But they didn't do that either. It's still not there. So, it's got people now considering or at least wondering, okay, so... What does this mean? And is this a problem? Or does it mean that they're... They thought about him coming back, but then something happened in the zero hour that uh, said, oh, no, wait, this guy actually might be coming in. I'm not totally sure, but it's certainly something that seems pretty controversial right now where he, he st- his post is still up. He still says he's coming back, but when the Razorbacks delete their account, or at least their post about it, it makes you wonder if, uh, you know, what, what's going on behind the scenes for something like that. So Yeah, there's always something going on behind the scenes. We know that with some of the players who have announced that they were going to return, and then we know that uh, things change, so... We know that Arkansas is still active in the transfer portal, so there can be more moves to come, and that's that's kind of where we are right now. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a, it's definitely uh, something to keep our eye on, and maybe something will change as the day goes on. Maybe they'll repost it or something, or maybe they'll leave it alone. But uh, I don't know. I feel like it's kind of, uh, I don't want to say it's unfair necessarily, but it is a, a little odd. It, it, it's a little odd for that, and I think that there's a lot of reasons for people to be concerned about. I feel like that would be a really bad look or at least a bad move where you post about it, but then you delete it, then you actually tell them to transfer and maybe there's a miscommunication somewhere or maybe, uh, you know, he, it was, you know, Makai said something about it and then some intern posted. I don't know. Like, I really don't know, but uh, honestly... It kind of makes you wonder, leaving everybody in, in limbo. Right, yeah. Not knowing exactly what's going on. Yeah. But that's kind of the way it's been the entire time because we're always speculating on who's coming in, what kind of moves... Are they going to make with the roster? What's the roster really going to look like? Because even some of the players that are coming in, they're still in the NBA draft, even though they've committed to Arkansas. So there's a lot of questions there, a lot of things that are still up in the air. Yeah, I'll, I'll be curious to see if anybody has a response to this or, again, if there's something that comes out from it. But uh, I, I believe if Makai Mitchell comes back, I think it's good. I think it's a good thing. Uh, I don't see it as a negative. I don't see it as some sort of hindrance to the team or anything like that. Uh, but if there's somebody out there that's still trying to, whether it's that Grant Nelson kid or, uh, you know, if it's a Ron Holland and maybe they said, okay, well, we're starting to see that maybe Devo and Walsh are coming back. I don't know. Again, there's so many things that could be going on, but uh, I just really, I would, no matter what happens, here's what I'm trying to say. No matter what happens, if Makai comes back, I'm fine with it. Like, I'm fine with Makai coming back. He had a lot of good games this year. I think he was a solid player. Uh, there was a lot of times where he, he helped the team out tremendously. I thought in the postseason, he was huge for them. and had some big-time plays, especially in the game against Kansas. So if he comes back, I'm all for it. But, you know, if uh, we know how this, these roster moves are made and you know how they get flushed around a little bit, 
Uh, it's uh, it kind of just uh, it's almost like, hey, you, you never know until you actually know whether or not you still have a spot on the team or not. If they feel like they can upgrade in any sense at any position, then that's what they're going to look into. They're still trying to evaluate, manage the roster, and uh, that may be some of the factors that go into it. So, uh, by the way, we had a text on First Arkansas Bank Trust text line from the 501 asking who we were discussing. It's Makai Mitchell. Makai Mitchell uh, had a post. Uh, he posted his own graphic saying he's coming back. Then the Razorback basketball Instagram account posted that he's coming back, but they deleted theirs afterwards. Makai still has his up. So that's what we're discussing on that. So we'll we'll have to wait and see. And, um, again, we'll talk with Pat Bradley about that. And, of course, we'll get your thoughts and opinions on it, 501-661-1037. But also in some cool news, speaking of Razorback basketball, uh, four players from the Razorback basketball team officially invited to the NBA combine, uh, NBA draft combine, which is incredible because we knew, of course, Anthony Black, Nick Smith, those guys are for sure going to get invited. Uh, Ricky Council being the other one getting invited, and Jordan Walsh, the other player that they're waiting on. We, we knew he would get invited yeah. also. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So you got those four guys that are going to be, not, and not to say that all four of them are going to be drafted. But they did get the invite. Debo Davis was one that did not get the invite uh, to the uh, NBA Draft Combine. So uh, I still believe, and with those two guys between Walsh and Debo, that one of them comes back. I, I truly believe that. I don't think both of them do. And in fact, if I had to get, if it was like between, if two of them come back or none of them come back, which my leaning, I'd say zero. <laughs> like I feel like none of them are coming back is a more likely scenario. But still, I, I think that you're, you're, you're doing the right thing by trying to test out the waters. I think Arkansas gets three drafted. I, I think that at least they get three drafted. I think Nick Smith, Anthony Black, as well as a Ricky Council gets drafted. And who knows? Like, that's what's kind of the point of this whole, or one of the points of the whole NBA draft combine is, let's see what they got. Who knows? Maybe Jordan Walsh goes in there and presses some people, gets some things going. Hey, we like this guy's upside. Maybe he works his way up to being a draft pick, too. So you could ha- you're going to have three but you could have potentially four as well. Yeah, and it's like the NFL Combine. They invite 300 to the NFL Combine. They only have about 260 draft picks. So with the NBA, it's a it's usually 60. But this year, a couple of teams have forfeited their picks. So it's 58. They have 78 that are going to the draft Combine. So you're talking 20 players there that attend the Combine that won't get drafted. So do you think... Uh so is there any players? At least 20. Okay, yeah, because I was about to say, do you think that there'll be any players that aren't going to the Combine but that will still get drafted? Yeah, number I mean, one yeah, overall pick, say, Victor Wimbenyama. He was the one that I, I thought about, but I didn't know if there was like more than – if there were some other, maybe some international players or somebody like that. that yeah, would be there'll be some international players that don't go to the NBA Draft Combine. They get drafted. Yeah. When's the uh, lottery for the NBA? Uh, it's coming up soon. Uh, matter of fact, kind of it came to mind the other night and just thinking that you know we possibly missed it they were having the NHL draft lottery oh. <laughs> just a couple of nights ago. And so, you know, you turn on, on TV and you see draft lottery and it's taking place right after Sports Center. Mm-hmm. And so uh, it's like, hold on now, did that sneak up on us where the NBA draft lottery is coming about? And they're making the announcement it was the NHL draft oh. lottery. Oh, okay. Well, good. Chicago Blackhawks got the number one overall pick. Oh, there you go. Well, Christian uh, Weaver just uh, piped, uh, popped in and said next Tuesday, I guess, is when the lottery is for the NBA. There so, it is. Uh, yeah, I figured if anybody would know, it would definitely be Christian. So I guess uh, we'll wait and see and uh, see how the mock drafts look because I know a lot of people are feeling good about at least one Razorback going in the top ten, and that's Anthony Black. But we have a lot more to discuss. We want to hear from you on a wide-open Wednesday. 501-661-1037 is that number to call or text in. Get after us in the Asher Record Live fan feedback as well. What do you think about Makai Mitchell and his coming back, kind of, or is he actually coming back? Don't really know, but we'll talk about that and a lot more coming up next here on Out of Bounds. Stay with us. For interior, exterior, commercial, and residential painting, hire the pros at Serta Pro Painters. Get your free estimate at SertaPro.com. That's Serta with a C. This 
the Sports Center. Last night in the NBA, there were two blowout wins. The 76ers won 115-103 as Joel Embiid had 33 points, 7 rebounds, 3 assists, and 4 blocks. Tyrese Maxey added in 30 points as well. Philadelphia took a 3-2 lead in the series. Game 6 will be tomorrow. The Nuggets beat the Suns 118-102 to take a 3-2 lead. Nikola Jokic had 29 points, 13 rebounds, and 12 assists. With that triple-double, he passed Wilt Chamberlain for the most triple-doubles ever by a center. Game 6 of that series will also be tomorrow. And tonight, there's a pair of elimination Game 5s. The Heat are up on the Knicks 3-1. They'll face off at 6-30. Then at 9, the Lakers can eliminate the defending champion Warriors with a win. Tip for that game is set for 9. Coverage of both games can be seen on TNT. The Lakers and Warriors game will also be broadcast on The Buzz. I'm Christian Weaver with The Buzz Radio Network. Tune in every Friday morning to hear Danny West from Hogsports.com on Morning Mayhem. Brought to you by H.J. Trailer Sales. They've got truck beds and utility trailers for every type of job and a service facility for maintenance and repair. Local folks with great products, visit them online at HJTrailerSales.com or in person at 808 Albert Pike in Hot Springs. And now the best man. Uh, I was going to plan this speech out while I got my oil change, but I went to take five and it was a lot faster than I thought, so here it goes. Okay. Tim, you were my first friend. Angela, you were my first. (laughs) Yeah, I never thought the two of you would make it, but I guess love really is blind. No, 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 I mean in a good way. At Take 5, your oil change is faster than you think. Take 5, the stay-in-your-car 10-minute oil change. When you vacation in Arkansas, go from outdoor adventures to indoor escapes in just a few miles or a few minutes. Dig for diamonds in their original volcanic source at Crater of Diamonds State Park in Murfreesboro and keep what you find. Then drive just an hour to Hot Springs to soak in ancient thermal waters and enjoy relaxing spa treatments at the historic Buckstaff Bathhouse. Near it all, but far away. Escape to your natural state. Plan your trip today at Arkansas.com. Are you sick and tired of living with that constant pain in your knees or your back? You know, joint pain doesn't just keep you from doing what you love. It affects your job, your relationships, even simple things like getting dressed. Hey, everybody, it's RJ. It's time to call QC Kinetics. QC Kinetics uses advanced regenerative medicine to restore and repair damaged joint tissue, giving you your life back. Hips, shoulders, elbows, they can all be treated with natural biologics from your own body. If you're tired of steroid shots that don't work or if you're trying to avoid surgery, call QC QC Kinetics now to schedule your free consultation. Learn about these exciting new cutting-edge treatments for pain caused by arthritis or injury, and the best part, no drugs, no pain meds, and no downtime. This is an all-natural treatment that can get you lasting relief. People in Central Arkansas are raving about the results. Call now. Appointments are available for this upcoming week. QC Kinetics, 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. It's just an for Serta Pro, my go-to painter. I've used them for so many projects in a few of my homes over the years, and I've got a new project I'm about to get them to work on. It's an outdoor deck. Stain it, seal it, make it look great and protective for the future. Make an investment in your future by getting Serta Pro to paint the outside of your home and improve that curb appeal. If you're thinking about selling or just want to have a nicer place to come home to every day, Serta Pro can help with all of it. They'll help you with paint selection if you need it. They're going to clean up afterwards. You're going to be thrilled. Each Serta Pro painter's business is independently owned and operated. They live in your community. You can schedule your free estimate at SertaPro.com. That's Serta with a C. Great lawn start today, long before the grass is green. If you live in Central Arkansas, Sanders Ground Essentials can help make your yard into a great lawn. Call Sanders Ground Essentials today at 315-9395. Around the web, sandersground.com. Sanders Ground Essentials. Let's get growing. Bubba Carpenter joins Justin and Wes in the zone every week this baseball season, presented by Johnston's Home Center in Benton. Johnston's Home Center. If they don't have it, you probably don't need it. Get only the best customer service and the best selection of meats at Hogs Meat Market, where they have sliced boar's head deli meats and cheeses. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Coach, I asked you what the host of this party was going to be serving up today. What's the drink of choice tonight? Well, you know, I, I'm not promoting it, but I like some old cold beer. I think I'm going to have one. I'm not promoting it now. On 1037 The Buzz. Hey, 
It's out of bounds here on a wide open Wednesday. And folks, we know with all the sports going on right now, you need to make some money on these sports with the Bet Saracen app. And uh, we love using Bet Saracen, and not only on their app, but also on their website at betsaracen.com because you can bet on so many different things, not only on the national scale of sports, but also the local scale of sports. Like, for instance, you got the Jackson State Tigers taking on UAPB today. How about that? You can bet on that. Or let's get some craziness going on. Because actually, later in the show, Stephen Davis, the voice of the Arkansas Travelers, is going to be joining us in the 3 o'clock hour as well. But hey, if you want to bet on the Northwest Arkansas Naturals versus the Arkansas Travelers, a little battle of the natural state, you can do that on Bet Saracen. How about the NBA? Got the playoffs going on. You can bet on it. The specials, you can bet on it. MLB, you can bet on it. NHL, you can bet on it. You can bet on it all with Bet Saracen. And the best thing about it is it's an app. That is so easy to navigate. You get your payouts instantly. You can withdraw. You can put in money. It's a very simple process to do. There's a reason why they are killing it in the sports gambling side of things in this state. And nobody's even close because they are the best. So download the app today at betsaracen.com. Go to betsaracen.com. You can bet that way too. But start making some money. You're going to start watching these games. So start making some money on it as well with the Bet Saracen app. Uh, we were talking a little bit about uh, Arkansas basketball and uh, some of the questions that uh, start coming in on our first Arkansas Bank and Trust text line. Uh, from the 501, says, can a player walk on and get enough extra cash to pay for his college? I feel like this gets asked a lot. and It's possible but yeah. uh, with the era of NIL. But if you have a player that is scholarship worthy, they're getting that scholarship as opposed to walking on. Now, you know, say the roster is overfilled with scholarships, and then you wanted a player to come in to just take the NIL money to pay for schooling. Yeah, that could happen, but that's not a likely scenario that's going to happen. No, in fact, because I, I started thinking about it, if you have a player that you're like, we'll just say basketball, college basketball, for instance. If you have a player, they're like, hey, I don't have a scholarship for you, but we'll pay you an NIL to where you can pay for your scholarship. Like, first off, most of the time, players that aren't going to be contributing to the team, like you're not going to just give them a walk-on spot. You'll give them a scholarship spot. And if you didn't, they're probably going to be like, so what, you got 13 guys in front of me that uh, you feel like are more worthy of a scholarship than me, so where's my role going to be? Like, how am I going to play? So uh, I think that, it, yes, in theory you could do it, but I don't think anybody's going to do that. No, like, nobody not- would probably accept those terms simply because NIL is extra money that's coming in and if your NIL is having to be used towards scholarship and towards tuition, then uh, it's, it's it doesn't really work. Yeah, it's like, what's the point of it then? It's like, what am I getting out of this? Which I guess you get a scholarship and all that, but yeah, that's it's it sounds good in theory, but I just don't see that happening. Because NIL, to be honest, is something, and, and I'm not trying to pick, take a side of anybody, but NIL is when people pay into it, there's value that gets returned. And so... You know, whether it's uh, when we have, you know, guests on here on our shows on 103.7 The Buzz, like we get to talk to those players personally and they get money into their pocket. Like there's there's a transaction, there's value in it. But when it comes to just paying a player to be a walk-on and here's your scholarship money, it's like really what does that, what is that player getting when they could go to a different school and probably get a full scholarship? You know, it's like it's, it's just about the value in weighing the options. It would have to be an extreme case where you have a really talented player that says, well, you know, I'm, I'm going to be here for one year, and, uh, you know, you can't do – you can't go straight to the NBA. It has to – you have to do one and done. You have to spend at least a year out of high school somewhere, and they decide to go the college route, don't have a scholarship for them, and they say, well, we'd accept that NIL money as opposed to the scholarship because we're, we're in need of being somewhere and playing some basketball right now. But – that's not happening. The only way I could see it maybe possibly working would be in baseball, because like, you don't have full scholarships in that. So if it was like, hey, you come here, we'll pay you know, this much for your scholarship, but we'll give you NIL to pay for the full thing. And you know, maybe something like that I could see, or in softball. But uh, you know, overall, when it comes to football and basketball both, yeah, that's not, not, not going to happen. Uh, let's go to the phone lines. Brent's in Stuttgart. What's up, Brent? What's up, Omniscient One? <laughs> What's up, Brent? Uh, hey, John, I just saw your uh, locked on Razorback. Just finished it a few minutes ago. Uh, got a uh, question for you. You yeah. ready for it? I'm ready for you, man. I believe that the Razorbacks 
know that either Debo or Jordan Walsh is going to stay in the draft. Okay. Okay. You saying that that's because, maybe why the Mackay thing happened, or are you just saying in general? No, I'm saying there's there's still they've got to have a scholarship for Ron Holland, correct? Correct. Yes. And I believe that's the uh, I believe that's the uh, piece right there. One of them, either one of them's going to be either both or or one of them is going to be stay in the stay in the draft. I think that's fair. I think I think there's a good good chance that that does happen. But uh, you're for sure not getting both of them back. <laughs> and I think even uh, getting one back, I still believe would be not a stretch, but still, if I was leaning towards, I still think both of them would end up leaving. But uh, one's definitely more likely than two. Uh, which one do you think is the most likely to stay if anybody stays? Between the two of them? Between Walsh and, and yeah, Devo? Right. Uh, yeah. Jordan Walsh. Yeah, I'd say the same. Yeah, because Devo, uh, he's played enough ball at Arkansas. It's time to move on. For, and that's not to say that he couldn't return, but, yeah, he uh, he's put enough film out there, and it's probably time to take that next step. And plus, Walsh, with the position he plays, there would be uh, probably a little bit more of a need of that position because of how many guards Arkansas has gotten out of the transfer portal. Let's not say Devo wouldn't play. He would, absolutely. But uh, just the type of player Walsh is, I feel like there may be a bigger need for Arkansas than would be for Devo's position. Okay, thank you. All right, no problem. Thank you, Brent. Appreciate you calling in. Yeah, and it's like... It's not to say that one's better than the other or like, oh, that means that Devo's draft and Walsh isn't going to be. No, it's not that because, again, I, I still believe that uh, Walsh is absolutely capable of getting drafted. It's just a matter of him showing out in the combine. But uh, oh, I just I, – I'm, I'm with Joe. Like, Devo's been here for <laughs> so many years, and it's like, hey, he's accomplished what he needed to accomplish. He's done so many great things, and, you know, it's time for him to take that next step in his career too. So – but if either of them decide to come back, I would I would love it. Like I would I would be absolutely all in favor of them coming back. But I also understand that hey, when you're playing basketball in college for a certain amount of time, sometimes you just want to get started on the next step in your career too. Does Devo want to return to a roster and do it all over again? The same type of deal that he just did last year, where you're playing with all these new players. Probably not going to speak for him, but right. it's. It, it doesn't make a lot of sense in the big picture. Yeah, and that, yeah, that's another thing too. It's just. Uh, you know, this is the, the turnover of the roster for someone like Devo, who's been kind of the, the, the big constant there for the past few years for Muss in Arkansas. You know, he's handled it well, but I'm sure that there's, like as we've seen each year, probably some struggles that come with it or frustrations that come with it, uh, not just saying from Devo's perspective, but just from coaching staff and from everybody on the team where it's like, man, you know, uh, we got so much talent, we just got to figure out how to make it work. And sometimes it just takes a little bit of time, which comes along with uh, – some ups and downs. So, but yeah, I think I think again, I was like you said, I don't want to speak for Devo, but man, I, I think that Devo, moving on with his career and, and going to play pro, whether it's NBA or wherever, uh, I think that that would be a, a great thing for him, and he would make good money doing it, and he'd be a fine player. And who knows? Maybe uh, in developing and all that, he'd find a spot to get on an NBA roster one day. So, uh, I, I I just feel like he's he's trying to move on, but we'll see. And there are other opportunities other than the NBA Combine where he can be seen by scouts, and scouts have already seen Devo in games over the past couple of seasons. So even though he's not going to the draft Combine, there are other opportunities to get in front of these scouts, and Devo, he'll have a chance to showcase what he has. I, sh- I should know this. Is there kind of like a pro day thing that they do for basketball, similar to what they do with in a, like the NFL where you can have like hosting things at your college campus where scouts can come around. Is there something like that? Uh, not for colleges, but they do play other games. Uh, Portsmouth Invitational, that's always a big one that they play where players go there and uh, they just kind of showcase their skills for a few days. But with the NBA Draft Combine, that may be something that kind of, I don't know if it went away, but maybe it was replaced in a sense by the draft combine because that was always the big one, even though there were a few more out there that players would travel around to different areas and play for scouts in certain areas. 
By the way, I thought this was a, a funny stat, too, speaking of Arkansas and the NBA Combine. So since 2015, Arkansas has had 10 players invited to the NBA Combine. Four of them were <laughs> this past year. So nearly half of them uh, were able to get the invite. The other ones was uh, Jalen Williams, Moses Moody, Isaiah Joe, Mason Jones, Jalen Barford, and Daniel Gafford, which I actually forgot about Barford. I didn't realize he did get the invite to the NBA combi- uh, Draft Combine. So I knew the other ones did, but yeah, Barford was one of those that was able to jump right in there in the mix, too. So... Uh, but, uh, but yeah, so we'll see, uh, how that plays out. And if you, uh, check out the NBA draft room, which, you know, everybody does mock drafts and whatnot, but, uh, they have Anthony Black, Nick Smith, Jordan Walsh, and Ricky Council as the ninth, 24th, 37th, and 39th picks. So they have all four Razorbacks getting drafted in, in their NBA draft, uh, mock draft. And I've seen the other ones too that have, uh, only two Razorbacks getting drafted. So it's just... Again, you never really know, and that's what the combine's for to figure out and, and get through those some of those things there too. So the Portsmouth Invitational, they also have a list of players who attended there, and they were drafted by NBA teams. One that's on this list, a notable one that you probably would know, Jimmy Butler. Oh, I've he, heard of him. He attended there, and so um, there's a long list of players that maybe they were second rounders and. Maybe went later in the draft, but one that stands out is Jimmy Butler. Yeah. So, yeah, there's other options there, too, to, to get seen and, and whatnot. And I know that I'm sure that there's scouts and people that I'm sure will call Muss and talk to the coaching staff there of uh, any particular player that they have. Which, by the way, I saw Muss is hanging out over in L.A. He went to the Angels game the other day. And, of course, he's uh, really good friends with the manager there at the Angels because he actually came to see a Razorback basketball game. Uh, so I thought that was pretty cool. But... Uh, you know, Muss is always out there uh, doing things, living it up. But I'm sure going through uh, some, trying to get some recruiting and uh, trying to get some things done too while he's out there checking it out. He said he's really good friends with the Angels manager, and he said that he's even been to some games in Fayetteville. So they kind of go and uh, check out each other's games whenever they get a chance to and travel around. Derek Fisher is another guy that was at the Portsmouth Invitational that he really showcased his skills there. And uh, but that was before the days of the. NBA draft combine, but just uh, a host of players there that are listed as some of the notables that really stood out and they submitted their NBA draft position by going to the Portsmouth Invitational. Okay, there you go. By the way, Phil Nevin, I couldn't think of his name. Phil Nevin, the manager of the Angels, who uh, Muss is a friends with, because apparently they both were coaching in Reno when uh, uh, Muss was at Nevada, and Phil Nevin was uh, the manager there. Uh, for uh, for uh, I guess what was it the I'm trying to see where the uh, what was it called trying to remember it was the uh, it was the minor league team but still he was the coach there whatever the Reno team is and so that's where they ended up getting their friendship because I remember seeing Phil Nevin at a Razorback basketball game in Fayetteville and I'm like this is weird <laughs> like of all randomness but hey it all connects must knows a lot of random people it seems like so uh, but yeah also on uh, Twitter this uh, comes from Pitt he says. He says, guys, I love the fact that we're getting so many players invited to the NBA Draft Combine. The question will be, how many of these guys do you think get drafted? And also, how many of them actually go in the first round? Okay, that can be two different things. Um, I think uh, all four of these guys can get drafted two in the first, Mm -hmm. two in the second. That's fair. I was about to say the same thing. Yeah, I'd say uh, Anthony Black will be the first one taken. I think he's a top 10 pick. And Nick Smith could be, too. But I still think he's a first round regardless. And then I think Council, and then I think Walsh after that. So uh, that would be... I don't think it'd be the record of most Razorback players taken in a single NBA draft. I think they've had five in one year. But it would certainly be the, the most they've had in recent history, for sure. It's been a long time that they've had... Because I, I can't even remember the last time they had multiple draft picks in, in the NBA, much less four of them. So uh, it's been quite a minute. It's been quite a minute. And that would be something that they can really hold their hat on there too so uh also speaking of which uh, i know this is something uh we were uh, going to discuss there too and i uh, had some uh, people asking about it with uh, hunter dickinson so it's so funny to me in college basketball and in just college sports that the, the nil still shocks some people but hunter dickinson of course going to kansas was uh on his on his podcast and he was talking about you know things that were going on with the process of where he was going to go to school. It's the Round Ball podcast. And uh, he said, quote, the people hate on, hating on me would leave their job right now for $10,000 of an increase. I got, at Michigan, less than six figures. I got less than six figures at Michigan for the entire year. And he says that it did play a role 
and his decision to go to Kansas was an I.O. So people are reading into that wrong. They're trying to beat him up over the fact that he's saying he only got a certain amount of money. He was just trying to make the point that he moved on and that, you know, NIL did play into it and that he was trying to draw the line and make the comparison that people that are the same people that are being critical of him would leave their current job for a $10,000 increase anywhere else. Yeah, see, and that's that's how I took it when I first read it. And I'm not someone who is defending Hunter Dickinson in, in, any, in any regards because, again, I think that uh, if you have a problem with the way NIL has become or whatnot, I understand. But, no, I didn't, yeah, I didn't see it as any sort of him whining about anything or him taking shots at Michigan. But it, you, you got to look at it in the perspective that he kind of laid out. If you're somebody who has a job and you may love where you're at, you may love what's going on, you may be happy and content and everything with your job, but then a company comes in and offers you, in this case, he uses a $10,000 increase, but say if he's getting less than six figures at Michigan, we know he's getting seven at Kansas, and they say, hey, uh, I know you're making, you made $89,000 here, but if you come here to uh, Kansas, you get $1.2 million. Like how? Like how are you not going to say, yeah, I, I, Lawrence is beautiful. I love that city. Like you, anybody would do the same thing. So I think that that's how I put it. That's how I took it. Where he wasn't whining about. It. He's just like, it's it's a reality. Like we all would do that same thing. And so he did the same thing too. And you can't really blame him for it. He said it was a factor. He didn't necessarily say it was the deciding factor. Now anybody that does love everything about their job, and if they're offered ten thousand more elsewhere, they're going to go back to their current job and say, hey. You know, I really love it here. This is what's out there for me. I have an offer. What can we do here? Because I really love it here and I want to stay here. And then if they don't come close to it or they don't meet it or match it, then now you look into the overall situation, what works better for you. You want to move on because $10,000 would make your life a little bit better. Same thing with uh, Michael Jordan. You know, the movie Air was based on him signing with Nike. He really loved Adidas. So it can, you know, some of the storylines have come out here recently and Jordan was asked about it and he said that he went to Adidas and said to them, if you can come close to what Nike is, is trying to offer here, I'm signing with you guys right away. Mm. And so the bottom line is Adidas didn't get him anywhere close to where Nike said that they would, what they would do. And so he ends up going with Nike, even though he really loved Adidas, that's where he wanted to be. He, he ended up with Nike because they didn't get anywhere close to what Nike was offering. And, and that's sometimes how life is, folks. I mean, it, it, again, and put yourself in the position where you're a 21-year-old kid and you know that you have value, a lot of value, and somebody is, is literally going from either giving you five figures or offering you seven figures for one year to just do what you've always been doing is playing basketball. You're going to do it. You're going to take it like everybody would. And anybody that says that, I just, I don't buy it. I, I just don't buy it when, at that age too, and knowing that, hey, because who knows, he may not have an NBA career. He may not be able to play and, and make a ton of money, but he's like, I can do this right now. I, I can get this value right now and go to Kansas, probably may, possibly win a national championship. So to me, it makes sense, and I don't have any issue with him. I'm not going to hate on him for it. Uh, but I did think it was funny. He went through the schools that he was strongly considering and kind of went into the factors of why. Uh, he said that, uh, he called Kentucky. He said Kentucky was a risk because John Calipari's reputation of sending big men to the NBA was a factor. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so kind of was like he's like uh, he says he loved Kentucky, but that and then he says Villanova. Well, well, yeah, Cal could come back and say Anthony Davis. Ever heard of him? Yeah, he, he seems to be doing okay. Uh, but then uh, he also said about Villanova. Said he loved playing its style and the family approach to the program. And then Maryland, he says, would have been a homecoming for him after growing up in D.C. But Kansas, he felt like was the best option. So. Uh, I guess, uh, yeah, those things were great, but, you know, with the money and with Kansas and their ability to, to compete and their reputation of uh, guys that they put into the league as well, sure all factored into it. But uh, either way, he's uh, going to be on Kansas next year. You get to see him play, and I guess they'll find out if he's worth all that NIL money as well. We're keeping it going here on Out of Bounds. We've got what's trending in the world of sports coming up next. You won't want to miss it, so stay tuned. Fellas, need an annual health exam for work, or do you just want to start your year prioritizing your health? 
I recommend Low T Center to get your complete health assessment. They check all your levels, not just your testosterone. It's typically completely covered by most health insurance. And if you don't have insurance, it's less than 100 bucks for full labs and an office visit with the provider. Low T Center specializes in men's health, making it quick and easy. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your appointment online. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Datamax is celebrating 40 years of serving Arkansas businesses. Datamax wants to say thank you to Arkansas and all the raving fans that they have created over the past four decades. Make plans to help celebrate with Datamax this Thursday from 10 to 3 during their open house. Enjoy great food, technology demonstrations, and win some fabulous prizes. Justin Acri and Wes Moore with The Zone will be broadcasting live. Stop by and say hello to Miss Arkansas. Datamax, 7400 Canis Road in Little Rock. Relevant technology, raving results. Online at datamaxarkansas.com. Twin Peaks is the best in the game. Here, your favorite drafts are poured at a frosty 29 degrees, and rare barrel-aged whiskeys are served just the way you want them. It's bigger game days and bolder fight nights. I mean, where else can you find a scratch kitchen that always comes in clutch? Every day, from lunch to late night. Only at Twin Peaks, the number one sports bar. Twin Peaks is always adding exciting cocktails to the menu, like the expertly balanced Sincoro Hall of Fame Margarita. Try it at your local lunch today. Hey guys, it's Dee Dee from Ava Bella Day Spa. Guess what's right around the corner? Yep, Mother's Day. And we have the special packages for you. Starting with our $100 Wonder Woman Plus, all the way up to the Mom and Me, where two of you get to come into the spa. All you gotta do is go to avabelladayspa.com, click on Instant Gift Certificates, print it off, or send it right to the recipient. Or, come on in our shop, 301 North Shackleford Road, Suite C3. avabelladayspa.com. Don't miss the Memorial Day sale at Lazy Boy Home Furnishings and Decor for a limited time only. Enjoy up to 50% off store-wide. Plus, with extended hours, it's the perfect time to shop. They're more than a recliner store. Kick off summer with something new in every room of your home. Living rooms, dining rooms, bedrooms, and accessories galore. With special financing offers to make your dream home a reality. Don't miss out. Visit Lazy Boy Home Furnishings and Decor in Shackleford Galleries of Little Rock now and save big. Paid non-attorney spokesperson. This ad is paid for by the settlement specialist. Non-Hodgkin's lymphoma is one of the most common cancers in the United States. If you or a loved one was diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and were regularly exposed to Roundup weed killer, you could be entitled to cash compensation. Bayer, the owner of Roundup, will pay more than $10 billion to cancer victims of weed killer Roundup. Call our weed killer cancer hotline now to see if you're entitled to cash compensation. Roundup has been one of the most commonly used herbicides in the U.S. If you or someone you love has been diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and were exposed to Roundup, call now. Our team is here to fight for everyday people and to get you the compensation you may deserve. If you or a loved one has been diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and were regularly exposed to Roundup weed killer, even if the loved one has passed away, call 800-737-9455 now to see if you are entitled to compensation. But hurry, time is limited. Call 800-737-9455. 800-737-9455. RJ Hawk here with Chris Roberts from Southern Bank. And Chris, you and I have been doing ads for a long time, but I didn't realize how long Southern Bank's been doing this. We're a 136-year-old bank and recognized as one of the strongest banks in the country. And Chris, with unstable times, it's always nice to know that your bank is stable. It's not only our financial strength, but it's also our employees. You'll see the same familiar faces ready to help you every day with your banking needs. If you want to see the Southern Bank difference, go to bankwithsouthern.com or call 501 424 900. It's Southern Bank, member FDIC. Check out Hogs Meat Market's monthly specials and meat packages at hogsmeatmarket.com. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Another 3-2 pitch is on the way to Peyton Stovall. Swung on, hit high in the air, deep right field. That one's going to go onto the roof of the Hunt Center for a grand slam. On 103.7 The Buzz. If you're shopping for a vehicle, you want to get to Guadney Chevrolet. Guadney has the best deals in the market, been doing it 60-plus years. Give them a call, 501-982-2102. You get great deals at Guadney Chevrolet. No payments for 90 days, 1.9% APR. It's available on Equinox, Blazer Trailblazer, Traverse, Silverado, Turbo Max, and that's when financing with GM and a well-qualified buyer. Make the trip to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. Shop them online, guadneychevrolet.com. 
You can see all the deals, the cash allowances, the rebates, even appraise a vehicle. See just how much it's worth. They're giving thousands over book value, whether you trade that vehicle in or you sell it to Guatney Chevrolet. Guatney is always actively buying vehicles, so you get a great deal on that vehicle that you trade in or sell. Get a deal started on GuatneyChevrolet.com before making the trip to the Gregory Street exit. See the entire inventory of new and pre-owned vehicles on GuatneyChevrolet.com. It's Guadney Chevrolet, Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer. Guadney Chevrolet, GuadneyChevrolet.com. We will get to what's trending in the world of sports here in just a second. A few people, though, uh, first Arkansas Bank and Trust text on asking a few questions. Uh, Sawyer says, can you all give us a current status on where we're at on scholarships with Mitchell saying he's returning? Well, assuming he's going to be officially returning, he will be on the team. You're full right now with Walsh and Devo scholarships if they decided to come back. But if one of them leaves, you got one open. If two of them leave, you got two open. So uh, basically, uh, we'll just assume that both of them are gone. So you have two scholarships available right now with Mitchell staying. So that's, I'm sure, something that they're trying to work with. And that's why they're still actively in the portal. That's right. That's right. And with the whole Ron Holland situation, too, I'm sure that they're still trying to do that. Also, the 870 says, we all talk about Darian Ford and why y'all thought think he eventually entered into the portal. And where do you see him going? Well, I think that what we discussed is that he was, in a, in a sort of ways, kind of said, hey, you know, maybe you need to move on and uh, enter into the portal and <clears throat> try something different because the role, you won't really have a role in the team next season. And that's why he entered into the portal. And honestly, just seeing some of the visits he's had, uh, I think he's going to end up at a, at a pretty good school. No, Vanderbilt's been really interested in him with Jerry Stackhouse. So, uh, I mean, I, as far as speculating what school he's going to end up to, I have no idea. But I do know that it, like he's good enough, quality enough to go to at least a Power Five school and be at a school that uh, can, uh, who knows? Maybe if it's even Vanderbilt, can really uh, be able to add some things to his game as well. And it's based off the interest that was there and him playing in high school and what type of player he was then, because they didn't see a lot of him at Arkansas. So it's not like they can go to video and and see what it was like at Arkansas. They they can you know and and see when he played, how he played at times, whenever he got in, but. It's based on the person that he is, the interest that was there before. They know he's a hard worker, and uh, they'll get him in and talk to him and see where it goes from there. I'm going to say Texas A&M because every year they've just added a Razorback transfer. So just uh, throw in another one, too. They went from Ethan Henderson to K.K. Robinson, throwing Darian Ford in there. Maybe the A&M will get him as well. All right, let's go ahead and jump into what's trending in the world of sports. What's trending in the world of sports is sponsored by Arkansas-based West Rock Coffee. Join West Rock Coffee and their 1.5 million coffee farmers around the globe as they fuel Arkansas with great-tasting coffee, tea, and water delivered directly to your business. Contact them at westrockcoffee.com or 833-886-JAVA today. All right, what's trending in the world of sports? Had a few NBA games happen last night. One of them was pretty frustrating for Celtics fans. But the 76ers took care of business there in Boston, 115-103. to 103. And obviously it wasn't even that close. Like I felt like Philadelphia was in control of the game the entire game. Uh, the Celtics tried to, you know, every time it seemed like they made a little bit of a run or a little bit of a flurry or a big shot, Philadelphia would always respond. And now they are up 3-2 in that series. Great performances out of Joel Embiid, 33 points uh, out of him on 10 of 23 from the field. Also, uh, Maxi Form had 30 points, too. So uh, he had a fine performance. James Harden, 17 points. Didn't shoot a whole lot. Only went 4 of 8 from the field, but uh, they didn't really need him to, to go out there and do that. But uh, Jason Tatum with 36 points just just wasn't enough. Couldn't get anything out of... Jeez, uh, uh, <laughs> like Al Horford, you see that zero, and it makes me frustrated. But anyways, uh, 24 points for Jalen Brown, too. But they just need a lot more than that. Need a lot more help than that. But uh, now they got to go back to Philly. Uh, with the with the series on the line for the Celtics, and then in the other game, you had the Nuggets defeat the Suns. Something about Denver that just gets them to play uh, at that high level, 118 to 102. And I uh, had some uh, some funny stuff in there. Not only did Jokic, uh, Jokic, I should say, but the Joker go crazy. 20, it had 29 points, to 12 assi- uh, 13 rebounds, and 12 assists. Not a bad showing, but I also thought it was funny before the game he threw the ball to. Uh, the Suns owner and had him hold on to it. Just having a good go, and then they hugged, so it was all fine. But He said he was trying to get that fine taken care of. Yeah, well. But he said that uh, Matt Ishbio said, nah. Yeah. yeah. And, and, it, and he didn't formally ask him, but he just thought that 
with a gesture there, he'd be like, hey, <laughs> you know about that 25000 Don't worry about it. Gotcha. Yeah. He said, no, he didn't hear anything of the sort. No, nothing like that. But, but he also, uh, with that triple-double last night, he has the most triple-doubles in the playoffs by center. And, of course, they had some fun on NCI, Inside the NBA after that because they were talking to him and he said, hey, uh, where, where's Shaq on that list? Is Shaq on there somewhere? Hmm. Shaq goes, no, nah, because I never passed it. <laughs> so I wouldn't have gotten a triple-double. Oh, that's good. Well, I saw that uh, he did get a technical last night to kind of maybe return the favor. He didn't get technical. He caused a technical where uh, Kevin Durant kind of gave him a shove as they were trying to listen in on the huddle. So uh, I guess as far as that goes, it was a little bit of a, of a you know reversal of roles, but still a good performance out of uh, the Nuggets altogether. And also with man. that triple double too, he passed Wilt Chamberlain. So good that's company. why yeah, that's why he's like all right, he's you know we're Shaq on that list. But Wilt Chamberlain, you think about one of the best of all time when it comes to scoring, and then some of the records he has out there. He was the number one center with triple doubles in the playoffs. Also, in some uh, other news, we talked about yesterday the whole Bob Huggins situation and, and the thing he said on the radio in Cincinnati. Really bad deal, but his punishment has been handed down where he is still keeping his job, but he has agreed to a million-dollar salary reduction, a three-game suspension, as well as sensitivity training. So uh, his salary goes from where he made $4.2 million to now to $3.2 million. And it is be it is believed to be with the biggest salary reduction ever in college athletics. So, uh, yeah, he's going to go through some training for sensitivity and three-game suspension and all that. But he gets to keep his job. That's the main thing. Right. And I, I know I, like, I'm not condoning anything. Again, what he said, he shouldn't say it. He should have never been said. He shouldn't have done it and all that. But I am at least, like, I don't think he should have lost his job over it either. Like, I thought that they're they're punishing him because, you know, people will say, oh, they're just losing a million dollars. That's a lot of money to the, like, you think it's not. But that's, I mean, that's literally... 25% of his yearly salary. Imagine if anybody else that out there, if you lost 25% of your salary, it'd be a huge cut. So, uh, But yeah, I think the punishment fit the crime on that. Yeah, um, you know, it's essentially a fine, but they take it out of his salary where he never sees it. So he doesn't have to worry about paying a fine, but he is losing that money. Now, they could have said he could have been fined $100,000, but a million dollars sends a bigger message and teaches him uh, more of a lesson there. So won't happen again. Mm-hmm. And kind of sets a precedent, too, I'm sure, for uh, hopefully not, no, nobody ever comes out and says anything like that again on, on radio. But uh, for college coaches or college basketball coaches, kind of sets a little bit of a precedent there as well. And uh, also, I know we'll talk about it later in the show a little bit more in depth, but uh, we got the uh, NFL releasing their international schedule officially. And uh, we'll have to talk about some of the games where actually you know, a lot of the games are pretty good. Pretty good games. Pretty good matchups that's going to be going on down there. So uh, we'll probably go through those a lot more uh, later in the show, too. And I know that uh, also the Jets, I guess, are playing on Black Friday. Uh, day after Thanksgiving against the Dolphins. I'll be hosting that. So I'll be, I'm glad that the Cowboys and Jets game is not Thanksgiving then in Arlington. That, that's what I have. Maybe the first game of the season. Oh, well, I They're guess. still that. I guess I st- st- start getting down there to Arlington where it's going to be blistering hot. But I'll still be there no matter what. But we'll have more things to talk about in what's in the world of sports. Got to take a top of the hour update when we come back. Pat Bradley's going to join us. You won't want to miss it. So stay tuned here on Out of Bounds. Listen each Monday when Morning Mayhem's Justin Moore tests your Razorback knowledge with Razorback Trivia, presented by Capital Smokehouse and Grill, downtown Little Rock's go-to lunch spot. Springtime in Arkansas means we turn our attention to the many waterways our state has to offer. Nothing's more enjoyable than floating or fishing one of the great streams or rivers in the natural state. This spring, do it in style in a new kayak or 